This is Radio Dad with Mike Austin. Shining the spotlight on dads, stepdads, granddads, all dads. Bye, Daddy. And now, Mike Austin. Hey, thanks for listening and thanks for coming along here for the ride on the Radio Dad podcast. I'm Mike Austin, your host. And this, I believe, is episode number five, I think. I think. Uh, available on the Anchor uh, a platform. Where else are we on? Well, Anchor, I think, owns Spotify, so we automatically go up on Spotify. Uh, if you go to radiodad.com, I think right down there are the icons for all the different platforms we're on, and we're looking for different platforms all the time. Trying to grow this little community here, uh, the Radio Dad website, radiodad.com, up and running. And I just got my tutorial the other day from the web people. By the way, a big shout-out to uh, the company Mind Utopia. Mind Utopia. They do some awesome work. Katie and my team uh, walked me through. They know I'm a noob, and they know I'm a total doof as far as, you know, doing websites and stuff. And I didn't want to get just a free, like, a, and nothing wrong with them, you know, like Wix or uh, any of the others. I played around with them looked at them, and it just wasn't quite the level of what I needed. And so we uh, we went ahead and uh, hired a company, and they did an awesome job. So RadioDad.com, you most likely have been there already if you're listening to this podcast. And uh, we have a shop page that is hidden right now because I have no products yet. But our, our hope is to get some stuff. If you are – like, I'd, here's a little poll, Dad. And I know we're listened to by moms as well. Um, it, what is it that you would like to see? On the Radio Dad shop page, is it T-shirts? T-shirts seemed like an easy no-brainer thing, and I don't know if if you're really into T-shirts too much. I uh, travel mugs, coffee mugs, kind of seem like a thing. I'm working on a brand of Radio Dad coffee. I'd really like to have my own brand of coffee, and I know a couple of master roasters. Um, it's weird. I know some people in the food business, like I know a um, I know a cheese guy. I got a cheese guy. I actually do. Um, my friend Steve is a master cheesemaker. You got to be a master something. So maybe a, a brand of Radio Dad cheese. Help keep, <laughs> helping keep dads cheesier. Ooh. All right, nobody steal that. I'm going to work on that. Anyway, the shop page at RadioDad.com isn't populated yet, but once we get some products there, you, you'll dig it. We'll probably miss this Father's Day. It's uh, coming up so so fast. Speaking of which... Uh, our guests today, we got a couple of them. We're generally going to always try to have at least, well, uh, uh, two guests on the Radio Dad podcast. Um, sometimes there'll be one, but uh, and I'd like to get in studio as soon as we can. But I had the opportunity. One of the things I do is um, I'm in commercials. I voice commercials and documentaries and uh, corporate uh, like e-learning uh, modules and audiobooks, stuff like that. I'm a voice actor. And as such, I get to work on really cool projects. I was in a, a commercial a while back for a casino, and I met this guy, Harry Caritis. And I'm always on the lookout for dadly kind of stories. Well, Harry owns his own production company, Caritis Productions, and it was cool because his daughter was like his co-executive producer. He was he was the guy in charge, but his daughter really kept things on point and kept people, you know, okay, you got to sign this, okay, uh, wardrobe is over there, get into makeup, we got to get this, come on, people, let's get you, yeah, that kind of thing. 
and she was outstanding. So I asked Harry, I said, would you come on as a guest and talk to us? And so Harry Caritas from Caritas Productions is going to talk about what's it like to live, yes, they live in California, in L.A., and uh, to work in the film industry with your daughter. This is going to be kind of cool. And how did that relationship go? What was that conversation like? Dad, can I be in the movies? <laughs> you are in the movies. You make them. Also, a friend of mine, Tom Gagliano. I like Tommy because he's got the coolest accent. It's one of those kind of New York-y kind of accents. But his book has got the most intriguing title. It's called Don't Put Your Crap in Your Kid's Diaper. What that means is don't bring your baggage onto your kids as you raise them. Make them be better than you. Raise them up that way. And change yourself in the meantime. So we're going to get Tommy on. Tom Gagliano, author of Don't Put Your... I, mainly I wanted to say the word crap a lot. <laughs> don't put your crap in your kid's diaper. Anyway, so there is that. I And I have... Speaking of crap... Hey, speaking of crap. I um, I guess this could have been a dadly moment. You know, as dads, we find ourselves... We are the leaders of our family. We are the... Um, the the guys who set the example, manly example. There, my wife's texting me. Now, seriously, should be anyway. That's our whole goal here on Radio Dad to hold dads up, uh, to shine the spotlight on that. That we're not doofuses. We're not the guys who just do what mom says, what the mom in the family says. No, but but this was okay. The whole family was gone. My my daughters were off on their babysitting thing. My son was off at his job. My wife was off doing something, and I'm home by myself the other day. And I'm in the bathroom. You ever have bathroom thoughts? You're sitting on the john and you're just, you're thinking. You know, if you're the only one in there, you're, ah, you're the only one home. And yeah. So I'm sitting there, no one else in the house. I'm upstairs and I hear muffled, excited voices outside. Now our master bath off the bedroom has no windows. So I'm hearing it like through the ceiling fan from outside. They were that loud. And I can't quite make it out, but they were excited. And we were getting ready to have a thunderstorm. It was a bit breezy, right, and windy. Suddenly it hits me, what if there's a tornado coming? And I don't hear the freight train yet, but I'm hearing excited voices, guys freaking out. I'm sitting here on the toilet. What do I do? <laughs> Am I going to get up and dive in the in the tub? I don't know, just one of those random things that popped up. As it turns out, they're doing some road work. on. We have a bike path behind the house, and uh, they're expanding the bike path, and somebody was yelling an order to another guy on a bulldozer or something. Anyway, it was that was all it was. But just that, what do you do? You're on the toilet and a tornado comes. Okay, well, Mike Austin here, the Radio Dad Podcast. We're going to get uh, back here and talk to, um, let's get Harry on. Harry Caritas from Caritas Productions. What's it like? to be working in the film industry with your daughter. This is kind of cool. And later on, little pieces of advice from someone else's dad. Real Simple Magazine put together a, uh, a few of these advice nuggets from someone else's dad, not your own, but probably stuff your dad said. Things like, always carry a bandana or a handkerchief. Guys don't do that anymore. I tend to hoard napkins from restaurants, but... Maybe you should. This is old school dad stuff. Carry a hanky. Carrying one around. It's good for wiping sweat. Make sure it's clean in case you're with someone who cries and you want to lend them a hanky. Always carry a hanky. Makes a good tourniquet if you, you know, cut off a finger. Whatever. 
Um, there you go. Always carry a handkerchief. Anyway, dadly advice from other people's dads as we get closer to uh, Father's Day. We're going to take a break and come back and get Harry Caritas on from Caritas Productions. Uh, Mike Austin here with the Radio Dad Podcast. And we are officially brought to you by uh, Be Rescued. They've been fans and friends for a long time. Be Rescued, family-owned business. Uh, BeRescued.com. You'll hear a little commercials for them, but you can sponsor this podcast as well. Get a hold of me. I'd love to get your message out there. We'll be back in a minute on the Radio Dad Podcast. One of the things I love about all the B Propolis products over at BeRescued.com, there's no fluffy, pretty smell. Now, now, don't get me wrong. Both ladies and gentlemen appreciate the pure, natural moisturizers and balms. I mean, they go on smooth, they absorb quickly, they repair chapped, dry, cracked skin without being greasy. But hey, it doesn't have to have a flowery smell to be effective. See for yourself. Visit BeRescued.com. It's natural, it's helpful, and it doesn't smell like your mom. Visit BeRescued.com. Back again with the Radio Dad Podcast, Mike Austin here, and our first guest up today, I had the uh, opportunity, the privilege, uh, to be on the set of one of his productions. We actually, we did a commercial together, Caritas Productions, and uh, Harry, how you doing? Hopefully you're, hopefully you're staying busy. <laughs> right, uh, working, on, working on the footage uh, uh, that I shot with you, which looks great, by the way, and a terrific performance, but well, uh, well, thanks for having me. Well, and thanks, and I'm glad I didn't break any cameras, so <laughs> let's... No, uh, no, not at all. Tell me about Caritas Productions. You've been in business how long? Uh, about 25 years. And, all I've ever done. So your daughter, Vanessa, works with you, and so she's grown up in this business. She does. She does work with me, and to my pleasant surprise, she did decide to, to go into the business. Um, her mother and I thought for sure she would be an attorney uh, <laughs> when she grew up. She's a very bright young lady. Uh, her, her mother's a makeup artist. I'm a, uh, a director and a cameraman. And so she was always uh, always surrounded with, with I think, uh, the arts and media, uh, as well as technology. I'm, you know, I love, uh, I love the camera, uh, and I love the technology. So I uh, wasn't sure what direction she would go, and um, I'm really fortunate that she decided to uh, go into the production industry, and I'm lucky that she's available from time to time to work for, with me. Yeah. What was that conversation like the first time, you know, she came to you? Did she come to you and say, Dad, I think I want to do what you do? Or uh, what was that conversation like? Well, she did. You know, she was... Uh, uh, in, uh, before she came on in, into the business full time, she, she would come out on the set and work as a production assistant. So she's really uh, started, you know, from the entry level position and, and and did a lot of work and was always good at what she did. So it was a good way during college to pick up, you know, freelance days. She worked for me and for some of the other production companies. But after she got out of college. She came to me and thought she would she would want to learn more about the business. So um, I had her I had her work for me. It's a freelance based business, really. So a, a lot of commercial production companies may have you know four to eight people on staff. For the most part, as you know, when we go out and do a production, there's there's many many people on the crew and and, and talent side, and, and so most of those folks come on as day players, and they may work on a project for three days to you know to three weeks, right. and then they go off and on to their next job. Well, when Vanessa worked for me, she kind of uh, um, came into the office and started uh, helping me out with a lot of things in terms of just running the business. And uh, the conversation, as you remember it, is she sat me down once and said, okay, 
I've been around this all my life, and, and you've been doing sort of but I want you to explain to me now from beginning to end how the process works. And that was sort of enlightening to me because I realized she understood the production and she had a large knowledge base with uh, many of the a- other aspects of the business, but she really uh, never followed a project uh, through from you know, yeah. an advertiser coming up with a strategy to the advertising agency to then when we as a production company get involved to the, you know, to the final audio sweetening and to uh, sending the dubs out, out for air. So I explained that to her, and uh, then she went about uh, putting in uh, together a system that uh, really, really we still use to this day. She must, I mean, when she came to you and said, all right, show me this thing, top to bottom, show me it is what it is you do, Dad, and how you do it, that had to make you feel pretty proud, didn't it? Uh, it did. It really did. Very excited that she was interested uh, in, in what I did, um, and I knew she'd be good at it, and she is. She's very good. Yeah. Um, she's one of, uh, I, have, uh, I have three daughters. She's the oldest of, of three. And um, I never, you know, never <clears throat> pushed them uh, in any d- d- specific direction. I just wanted them to be as fortunate as I am and be passionate and love what they do. So I was, I was excited that uh, that she was that she found yeah. this interesting. And I think there's so many, so many places she could take it. And uh, I was, I was very proud of her. Really. Uh, excited for her. That must make for some pretty interesting, say, uh, Thanksgiving dinners and stuff, though. She was, you know, Dad, that shot you set up, I don't know if I'd have shot yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah it does. It, uh, it makes for interesting conversation, <laughs> and um, uh, on a day-to-day basis, I, uh, I'll tell you, she does, she does her job well uh, as, as a director and a cameraman. I'm, I'm the decision maker, but you need a strong producer, and uh, uh, she's not afraid to... Uh, to challenge her father when uh, she knows she's right, and I've given her the authority to to do what she needs to do, she she gets it done. So, so she likes to uh, she likes to leave the work at work. Um, I tend to uh, I tend to blur the line between live, work, and play constantly. Right. Uh, and it's another thing I appreciate about her. She likes to uh, to keep family time, family time. But uh, as you said, the, the entire family's in the business. In fact, uh, she met her husband. On one of my sets, uh, he's a, just a wonderful guy, and I've known his father for 25 years. Oh, uh, we, yeah. We've worked in the industry together, so that was uh, that was really an interesting thing uh, to take place. And I've got a I got a great son-in-law out of the deal. Yeah, well, and I had a chance to meet him as well. He, really, the whole crew uh, was just like a big giant family. You could tell. Well, well, what advice would you give, say, to a dad? Uh, in any business, really, uh, who works so closely with a son or a daughter, is there any specific uh, uh, advice that you could give them to make things go a little smoother, or if you know, to make them go smoothly? You know, I I don't know. There's a there's a lot of advice I would give, but I you know I don't know how different it is because it's a family member. Um, I encourage everyone to you know quote Joseph Campbell, follow your bliss. You know, I think right. if you love what you do, then as they say, you'll never work a day in your life. That's the first thing I would do. I would never want to uh, try and convince a family member to to get into some line of work that just because I find it fascinating. I think uh, I think if they if you allow them to find what they love to do, that uh, they're going to have a more fulfilled life, and and that uh, that makes everything a whole lot easier. And then um, you know, just give them the freedom to uh to find their strengths and to to uh 
to implement yeah. those strengths. Um, I try and encourage them to be lifelong learners. I think it's more important than ever today that the, there is this isn't a, a craft or a, a vocation that you're going to learn how to do and be able to do for the next 30 or 40 years. I think those uh, those days are going away in a lot of industries, but uh, it's always been the case of ours. If you're if you're intellectually curious and you uh, you work hard and stay true to yourself, I think you're gonna you're gonna be just fine. And you and, and I'm sure you noticed that uh, a lot of the a lot of the crews that you find that you work with have been working together for 10, 15, 20 years, yep. and, and we almost become family. You know, yep. it almost becomes part of our extended family. So. Yep, that that is so true, and 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 it and it works. I mean, you you find somebody you're comfortable with, you find somebody who works the way you you like to work, and it, it just sticks. And you you got to stay with that. Harry Caritas from Caritas Productions, just awesome story. I just loved working with your whole family and the crew, and I appreciate the opportunity. And uh, hey, thanks for being on radio, Dad. Uh, my pleasure, and and thank you for your uh, your hard work and your great performance. All right, Harry, have a great day, and uh, we'll keep in touch. All right, thank you, Mike. Harry Caritas from Caritas Productions. He and his daughter doing outstanding work. We're going to move right into our next guest here with us today. And coming up, pieces of advice. In fact, let me give you another one. Pieces of advice from someone else's dad as we move closer to Father's Day here, 2021. From Real Simple Magazine. I thought this was great. Pay attention to anyone with a tool belt. The idea is if someone's doing something that you you don't know how to do, pay attention. Next time, you might be able to do it yourself. Someone with a tool belt. Also, you can never have too many Ziploc bags. That sounds like a mom one, but no. Somebody's dad said always have enough Ziploc bags around. You can put all kinds of stuff in them, keep them dry. You never know. All right. Uh, We're moving right on into our next guest. Uh, Tom Gagliano is um, an author of the book, Don't Put Your Crap in Your Kid's Diaper. This is a great book and it's a great title. Tom is the uh, kind of a mentor to uh, dads everywhere and a, just a great guy. Tom, it's good to have you on the Radio Dad podcast. Thanks, Mike. Pleasure. I, you're the, first of all, the title is intriguing, and I think right. it's self-explanatory because we all sort of do carry around a little crap, don't we? We sure do. And you know what I want to first say? I know that title's rough, but parenting is one of the most difficult tasks I've ever done, so I'm not bashing parents here. Look, look, I stumbled. I slipped at times. We all do. You know, I hope that my book could help parents recognize what areas of their parenting skills are strong and what areas need a little attention. That's what I really hope my book can do. And I, I followed people for years that really had what I wanted, who've raised children with self-esteem and integrity that face the world in a very productive way. And that's why, you know, I have a master's degree, um, but most of this book is about following those who had what I wanted. Yeah, mentors and guys who who get it as dads. If we can find other dads who are really that we look up to and say, "Gosh, I wish I was like that guy." That really is is key. What's some of the? the I just love saying, <laughs> but that's the twelve year old in me coming out. What kind of crap are we talking about here, Thomas? Hey, it's emotional baggage. You know, our kids are our biggest, biggest investment, emotional investment, and you know we want to protect them from the world, but sometimes we overprotect them from the world. Do we, uh, how much do we control children? I tell parents all the time, if you're constantly controlling your children's actions, it's like putting a Band-Aid on a dam. It's not going to last long because when they get old enough, they're going to do exactly what they want to do, not what you tell them to do. Rather, 
Supply your children with the tools to control their own behavior. Get them to make healthy decisions on their own. And that's really the goal of the book and how I teach and how I teach parents to do that in the book. Yeah. And but, you know, a lot of that can, is easier said than done, especially if, um, you know, in today's day and age, a lot of dads didn't have that sort of a model to figure out how to do those very things. So how do, how do you, uh, it's, it's one thing to identify that, but how, how do you get somebody to, to know what to do and to do it? Mike, you hit it on the head. Awareness is the first piece. I have to know the version of intimacy I came from as a child. Was my mom and dad su- supporting each other, caring, caring for each other? Was one running out the door? Was they yelling and screaming? All of that stuff is going to be put in my diaper, and I'm going to give it to my children and put it in their diapers. So the first piece of all this is building that awareness. When we have heightened awareness, it gives us a better uh, better choices to make. And if we maintain those choices, we have, Mike, what I talk about, healthy habits. When your children have healthy habits, they're going to make healthy decisions. Yeah. So the, I guess the first thing is is to empty out your own diaper. Yeah, you got to have that self aware Look, it's tough for me to tell my kid to work on themselves if I'm not working on myself. Yeah. I need to be mindful of the behaviors I'm handing down to my child. It's hard to tell my kid, don't smoke if I'm puffing away on a cigarette, or don't text if I'm texting away on the phone. Yeah. So, yeah, you have to model it, but you got to have that self-awareness first. Yeah, my big thing is, it, it, it may be a small thing, but it is kind of a big thing. I have often forgotten to put on my seatbelt. Now my kids are the ones telling me, Dad, your seatbelt, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what we started doing? This is good. You might get a kick out of this. We started watching old Father Knows Best episodes off Netflix, and the kids get a kick out of it, and we get a kick out of it because I go, well, I didn't grow up like that, you guys. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't Mayberry or RSD, right? No, no. But I need to have no Aunt B or nothing like that going on. But, no, but that no. is. But I look at those shows, and I think, boy, what a standard to reach for because – it really is. If you watch Slay a Father Knows Best, that guy on there, and I forget his name, it's somebody Anderson on there, but he really does get, he's tender, he's gentle, he uh, he is an upstanding individual, he goes to work every day, he comes home at the end of the day. You know, it's a, it's the a perfect little family, which of course we all know is kind of, you know, mm, doesn't really exist, but it's something to shoot for, I'll tell you that. But here's the key, Mike, is to create a safe environment at home where your children can come and talk to you about their feelings, about their struggles. I tell parents all the time, if you don't create that environment for your children, they are going to develop negative core beliefs. If I can't talk to my mom and dad, who can I talk to? And they're going to solicit that information or advice from the wrong people. So number one is to create that safe place for your children. They need to be able to talk to you about their fears, maybe their sexual orientation, maybe their curiosity with drugs. And if you don't do that, they're going to begin to develop negative core beliefs. And believe me, we talk about bullying, we talk about addiction, all of these things come from negative core beliefs. Those are children that grow up fragmented, that grow up with insides and outsides that don't match. They never want to share their feelings because they're afraid that people will reject them. Yeah. So that's a huge piece I just told you in how to parent your children. Don't put your crap in your kid's diaper. It's just, if nothing else, get the book just so you can bring it up at the next time you're with your, your friends. And just say, look what I'm reading. Don't put your crap in your kid's diaper. The cleanup costs can last a lifetime. And that's that's a key in your title right there. The cleanup costs will last a lifetime. You're setting your kids up for uh, for, for rough stuff. And then your grandkids for rough stuff. It just goes on and on, doesn't it? 
Absolutely. I'll just tell you a quickie where my father, who was a recovering alcoholic, who was a really not a good father, to be honest with you, became a wonderful grandfather of my children. And after he passed away, uh, my my wife picked up my son at a little little league game. And when she picked him up, she said to him, hey, you know what, Tommy? Papa would be so proud of you. You made the all-star team. And my son's reply back was, you know what, Mom? Papa was already proud of me. That's a mouthful. When your child grows up knowing that you're proud of them, when your child grows up knowing that they're valued for who they are, not who you want them to be, who they are, you're going to have a child that's going to, again, um, move towards this world in a very healthy manner. Yeah, that's good stuff. I love it. Don't put your crap in your kid's diaper. The cleanup cost can last a lifetime. You can find this book in major most stores, I would think, right? Amazon, stuff like that? Well, you can you can go to my website, The Problem wasme.com. That's my first book. It was a bestseller, and you can order it there, or you could go to Amazon, and you could pick up the book there. Either way. All right. And at thomasgagliano.com, I, I believe, uh, is it kind of all linked, isn't it? Go there, too. Yeah, Absolutely. Excellent. Thomas Gagliano, we appreciate your time, buddy, and uh, hey, keep up the good work and uh, keep fathering on, right? Mike, a pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, and with that, we will wrap up today's uh, Radio Dad podcast. If you uh, check us out, uh, we're on uh, Anchor, we're on Spotify, we're on a number of different uh, platforms, and of course, RadioDad.com, our website. My thanks to our sponsors so far, uh, the Be Rescued folks, BeRescued.com has been with us for uh, uh, for years uh, through all of our trials, tribulations, our takedowns, our relaunches, all of that. So God love you guys. And if you are a business owner and you can ship stuff nationwide, because we are heard nationwide, worldwide, really, uh, get a hold of me. We'd love to have you on as a Radio Dad sponsor uh, right here. And next time, uh, next week, God willing, we'll be back together. Uh, and tell your friends about Radio Dad uh, and the podcast. And uh, our thanks to our radio affiliates, too. We're on, uh, I think, nine radio stations now nationwide in the United States, I think. All right. Uh, Radio Dad, the podcast, an ostentatious productions production. And stay dadly, everybody. We'll talk next week.